0: everyone! Welcome to another episode of Star-Spangled Eurovision. I'm Max. This is Bart. And Alex. Hey, we're here to look at four more of the songs from this year's Eurovision. So, let's see. What are we doing today? Uh, Norway, France, Belgium, and Ukraine. Heck yes. Yeah. So, these are just four of the next songs we're much of the way through finals, uh, national finals. Actually, by the time you hear this most of the songs will probably have been revealed. And we'll get to those in due course. But today, we're just going to do those four. And I guess, should we just jump right in and start with Norway? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so Norway is sending uh, Ulrike Branstøk. But <gasps> I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> Alex? No. no. <laughs> you say it then.
1: It's not as funny if I say it.
0: <laughs> anyway, Ulrike
1: <laughs> yes don't repeat it just like it. With,
0: with her song attention <laughs> let's take a listen
2: I fool myself just to make you happy and when I do it's all the same to you
1: Thought that Ulrike had like an amazing voice. I mean, like, no, but I mean, that we just saw the live performance. I'm assuming that's what you're gonna put up. Like, she hit every note perfectly, and it's like not an easy song to sing. So, kudos for her. Um, it's a ballad. Like, I don't know how it's going to play out in Eurovision with all the many songs that are going to be competing, but I thought that it was a good. It's a good song. Like, it's just not super memorable, probably.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, this is this is one that really grew on me, I think, since it won um, Melody Grand Prix. I think just because with the fiasco with the voting and Melody Grand Prix and just like all the politics around that, like... You should probably explain that okay. to the listeners. well if you uh living under a rock during
2: national final season um yes so i was letting everyone know about this controversy and I don't think I'm pretty, I'm
1: pretty. there's nothing else going on in the world right now
0: no. um, anyway so the voting for um the super final um went down basically so like the the system online system wasn't working and uh the top 4 that were chosen were chosen by a backup jury of like 30 people who actually did not watch the performances. They only based their choice on the studio version. So a lot of the performances basically, actually all the performances didn't count for that first round. So the top four only won based on the studio track. Um, There were a couple performances that I at least personally thought were really great that didn't make it to the super final solely, I think solely because of that and um so yeah it wasn't my favorite to win mgp and, I, and that's always a risk with national finals that you like start resenting the winner because it wasn't your winner
2: <laughs> we all feel that way but a few songs <laughs> yeah
0: but i think after a while once i kind of got over that i really start to like Ulrika's song um i think it's like of the ballads so far like it's it's got a good like got good lyrics really emotional she performs it very well the staging is a little kind of I don't know, I feel like I've seen it before. It looks exactly kind of like Anya Neeson's uh, staging in like yeah. what, 2016, 2017. Oh yeah! Like with the, the Sparks shower and the fireworks, yeah. like, it looks exactly like that. <laughs> so if they mix that up, if they change that up a little bit, like I think that would be great. But yeah. otherwise, like it's a pretty decent performance. I think it'll easily make it out of the semis. I don't think it'll do that great at the actual
2: final, but it'll do middling. Yeah. Okay. I just feel like it's one of those things that's just like a gem of a song. Like it's like fine, it's well produced. Like they have the nice camera angles. Like her dress is on point. Like oh, that dress though. Like I want that
1: dress. So I suggested to the boys when we were watching it that the three of us get that dress.
2: I mean, we all know I look best on it. But (laughs) anyways. Yeah. Okay. It's just like one of those songs. that's kind of like. It's like it's relatable, <laughs> it's fine, but it's just not great. And I feel like especially like looking at Norway the past couple years, when like last year was like they insane. Like, yeah. <laughs> um and I met Alexander Reback who's like so personally like charming and like whether or not you loved his song or not, like I feel like Norway is usually up there and it feels like a little bit of a letdown to kinda of just get this like standard To ballot. be fair,
1: I would rather have a standard ballot from Norway any day over bringing back Alexander Rube. Ruebeck.
2: That's like, fair. You are, That's you fair. have
1: retired Ruebeck. Please do not re-enter the playing field. Thank you. I
2: don't know. I won't fight you too much on
1: that one. And that but last song was f- horrible. <laughs>
2: yeah, but I still remember what it sounds like and I won't remember what this sounds like tomorrow. At least
1: it won't come last. Like just...
2: Norway, Norway is, I think, one of the,
0: uh, has the most last place finishes in Eurovision history. Oh. And I think Really?
2: This won't be one of those. It won't no. be last. Yeah. No. Okay.
0: The next song might be, though. <laughs> yes. <But no. laughs> um, so next, we're going to talk about France, which is sending Tom Lieb with the song The Best in Me, which they they, they decided to scrap their national final, Destination Visión for an internal selection.
1: Which is weird, because I felt like their
0: selection process was pretty popular last year. I thought so, too. Let's take a listen and see what they came up with.
2: I mean, he's so pretty, <laughs> and I just don't know why they couldn't find, like, literally any other song for him <laughs> to stand there and sing. Like, um, like, almost anything else. Like, he's such a beautiful man, and I don't even want to talk more about the song. <laughs> it just makes me really sad.
1: Ooh, 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 I have a compliment for it. It's very non-controversial. Like, there's no way that anyone can be, like, offended by that performance.
2: I'm offended. It's so it's boring. It's so dry. <laughs> it is like literally the most boring fucking song I've ever
0: heard <laughs> in my life. Like, this is like bigger than us last year. Like, it's just so boring. Like, it's sung well, it's fine, but like, literally so unmemorable.
1: I feel like I remember bigger than us, I'm not gonna remember this one. Yeah.
2: Just, I mean I'll remember his smile. I mean, I'll his remember eyes the
1: camera. I'll remember in the end when they zoom in on his face and he doesn't wink at the camera and I'm super sad each and every time because I would have totally fallen for it and melted <laughs> in his eyes. But yeah, no, not
0: the song. This is a really good test case for how far just being hot can get you.
2: Ooh. That's Ooh, fair, Yeah. <laughs>
1: He meets all the indicators of hotness, so...
0: And none of the indicators of a good song.
1: <laughs> the only annoying thing is that he's French, so he makes it onto the final anyways. Like, it would be great if they were in a semi, because then we could see, like, can you make it out of the semis just by being a hot dish? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I just, I can't believe they scrapped the final, like, the, the national final for this. Yeah. Like... They're like, oh, we're gonna internally select, and they're past internal selections, like you had Amir and Alma, who are both great, I thought. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, this is what you give us, like did at they... least at least the national finals gave us Madame, Monsieur, and Bilal, who were like at least yeah. interesting, you know. Did they do very poorly? They did middling, I think. Madame, Monsieur came like what thirteenth,
2: Bilal yeah. a little worse than that. I feel like they've always had pretty well-critically-reviewed songs, though, and mm. they've always kind of fallen short with, like, the voting public. Mm. So, I mean, maybe they're just going for the opposite, where, like, no one gives a shit about our songs, they just want hot people. <laughs> which, like, honestly is depressing me a little bit to find out how well this ends up doing, but... I, get, yeah, I was but like Also, aren't there, like,
1: some issues in their theory? And I'm not going to point out previous winners, because I don't want to, like, get into that... But I haven't I'm not sexually attracted to a lot of the people who have won in the past.
2: Thanks for that
0: hot take.
1: You <laughs> welcome <laughs>
0: I mean, nonsense moms, I guess. Can
2: we just scrap it? We're like, just going to leave like 10 seconds of blank space. Go look at him on Instagram and like stare into his eyes a little bit. And then let's just never talk about him again. Okay. Let's
1: Google if there's shirtless pictures of him because those are the ones they should be looking at. When, because the video of him like fully clothed, it's like, I can sell your hat, but like, so are a bunch of other people. Like, you Don't worry, to... I
0: scrolled through Instagram and couldn't find anything.
1: Uh, yeah, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at you guys doing background
2: research. Alright, moving on. Scra-
1: we'll, scrap in friends.
2: I will do some research on his Instagram stories, though. And if he pulls a chingies like last year and posts himself like dancing shirtless, we will put it on the Twitter account right away <laughs> for everyone to know.
1: And uh, we, will, we will pin that shit <laughs> to the top of our of our Twitter feed.
0: <laughs> and Tom Lee, if you're listening... We have some suggestions for your Instagram. (laughs) Uh, Okay, anyway, let's move on, Uh, go north of France to Belgium, who also, as usual, internally selected their entry and picked Hooverphonic, a 90s trip-hop band, and their song, Release Me. So let's take a listen. So, in previous years, Belgium's always tried to like place its bets on someone like completely brand new and edgy with some interesting stuff. I guess this time they were like, here's a popular Belgian band from the 90s. And the just, 90s were a good time. And to be well, fair,
1: Norway did that with... The, no, not Norway. Who did that with Derude? No, no, Finland. No, Finland.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I don't know. Like, it's boring. I'm sorry. Like, and it's it's like it's pretty it's kind of nice but then there's also it's also exactly the same throughout there's no build toward the end even the end where she like tries to do some like vocal play it's still the same tone and like volume and just it's totally monotone like it goes nowhere and it's not memorable belgium you've done so much better so i don't know what this is
1: the first time i heard it it sounded like a like a song that belonged to a bond movie which I feel like if you've ever listened to a James Bond song, like, they're all pretty bland because it's not about the song, it's about the movie. Um, and I kind of had the feel for this. Like, it it's not really meant to, like, stick out as its own thing, which is literally the one factor you need when entering Eurovision. And the other thing is, like, Okay, it's boring. You present a music video where how you made it, you found a way to make it more boring.
0: <laughs> Truly, you know, it kind of reminds me of Latvia from last year, where it they does. just had oh, yeah. like like a sweet, nice song that went nowhere. Yeah, this
2: like a song that's just like perfectly nice and I do really like the sound of it, like I would listen to it, but it's just not a song that's like not suited well for Eurovision and I feel like also just not suited well to be three minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's also a song like if it was five minutes and it really like slowly built up to something or like was able to go into more of like a riff or like something else, I feel like it would be like a good song. Yeah. I wouldn't even have like three minutes to like catch someone's attention and like get you to vote for them. Like this is not going to do that at all. Yeah. It might stand out
0: just because it is quieter than some of the other songs. So I guess depending on where it's placed in the semi, if it's like around some other I feel more upbeat like songs, we have a lot of songs. ballads though.
1: We have a lot of ballads. We
0: do have a lot of ballads, so it might not. Yeah. Um, so I guess how it does might be depending on where it is in the semi and the staging also. But the last couple of years, Belgium just hasn't. They haven't gone out of the semis, and I don't with better songs. So I don't expect. Well, this last term. year was not better. The state, okay. The performance was not better, but I like the song better. Sure.
2: Okay. Agree, disagree on that one. Um, Can we close this out on a positive note? Because we've had three songs that we've all agreed are boring. Yes. So let's (laughs) move on to
0: Ukraine, um, which is sending a band called Go A with their song Solove. Let's take a listen.
2: Has a like Thule that could never kind of vibe <laughs> to it. Um, I really love this song. I think we're all in agreement that we were able to close out on a good note. Um, Ukraine is back with a vengeance. They did not grill people in Crimea this year in year we think. Um, don't know what Goe's contract looks like, but they signed it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it actually is so. Uh, the song is really that kind of like white singing, um, which I'm not going to try to say in Ukrainian or Polish. Um, but that Tulia did last year, some people really liked it, some people really hated it. They ended <laughs> up just missing out um, on the final in like some controversy that like they were in 11th place and they wanted more people to support them. And I feel like this is kind of everything that they like, could have been last year with like. It's a really modern sound, but with this very unique singing. I mean, I think like the lead singer of going really sells it too. She's very like mysterious with this like sick dress, like she, she shows, looks like,
1: like that, uh, like the woman from the Matrix. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah, she's like very dark, but like very intriguing, and just overall, it's like a simple, as like simple in ways, but also like very like maximalist. I don't know. I love
0: this. Yeah, I like it too. Um, on the Tulia comparison, like obviously there's there's very obvious comparisons between the two. I think the big difference is that Solovey is very much a folk song that's been made modern, whereas I think Shea was more of a modern song that was just sung in sort of a traditional style. But yeah, like I said, like I really love this. I think they did a really great job of taking this like really traditional song structure and just song and all these instruments and just making it sound really modern. I think all they really had to do was add like a blast beat under it or whatever. <laughs> or just like a bass, like a, like, uh, yeah, a bass beat. But it's, it's really great. My only note is that live, her vocals do break just like a little bit. And with this kind of, kind of white singing, like you really need to be fully crystal clear the entire time. Otherwise it starts to sound a little shrill. I think that could be fixed by um, you know screwing with the mix a little bit and uh, raising the volume on the backup singers, so you can have those kind of harmonies like Tulia had, where like I think their sound, their vocals were so flawless last year because they were all kind of singing in harmony. Whereas I think the singer of GoA is kind of, at least in the live performance, it seems like she's kind of going at it alone. Like she has those backup singers, but you can't really hear them that well. So I think they just have to like you know fix the mix a little bit, and it'll sound truly flawless. Their performance was great, just, like, the staging itself, very simple, but with just, like, a lot of impact. Like, their movements were very just sort of, like, swaying back and forth, kind of like Tulia last year, but also just it was very effective. And I'm really excited.
1: And, yeah, thank you so much, Vitbeer, for not screwing it up. I will probably never forgive you for not letting Maru For messing up the move experience for everyone, I mean, I feel like uh, Max and I went full bandwagon, <laughs> and now support her on like every media platform there is. Even um, though all her
0: newer songs are bad, we still stand.
1: We still stand. She's still the the authentic winner of last year's Eurovision. Um, but no, this is a really good song, and I, you know. Um, Don't have any experience with this type of music, but it's really refreshing to have them bring something like this to the table. And it's a it's a lively performance. Like I really like the staging of kind of the images in the background. Like her dress is just fab, and yeah, I'm really excited to see how they're gonna compete. I think that they'll make it
0: to the semis. Oh, I
2: I absolutely think so too. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that this will end up being pretty popular. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's also the first song um, that's ever going to be fully in Ukrainian at Eurovision, which I think is pretty cool. But yeah, I think it'll easily make it out of the semis. Um, I can see this doing very well at Eurovision, like possibly a top 10. Currently of the songs that have been released so far, it's my number one. Obviously, that's you know, my personal opinion, not the whole all of Europe's, but I think it do well.
2: It's definitely up there with a certain other one that I believe we'll be doing next week. Yeah.
0: Uh, So stay tuned. We have a lot more songs coming for you. We have barely
2: scratched the the surface on this. We can't keep up. We cannot (laughs) keep up. coming. (laughs) Um, Max is going to want us in our living room to
0: record
2: for hours at a time.
0: Honestly, yeah. Because starting with the next episode, we'll um, be releasing episodes weekly through the month of April and up to the contest.
1: Um, So one thing that I'd really like to plug is that Max got really busy, um, over the past couple of weeks. And what he did is he made Eurovision playlists on Spotify that, so if you look up star spangled Eurovision on Spotify, you can find all the available songs by country in like a country list. You can also find them by decade. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's a lot of them I've been listening to. them. They are phenomenal. Like, he put a lot of work into it. Want to give you a shout out? Because it's it's a really cool thing that you've done.
0: Yeah, and I'll post a link to that um, on the Twitter and on the website. Still ongoing project, so we'll be finishing that up soon. But yeah, so we have a list of all the Eurovision songs available on Spotify, at least on U.S. Spotify they're sorted by decade. They're yeah. sorted by country. And you also want listen. us
1: to do our top 20s, right? Yes. And
0: we'll each be releasing um, a list of our personal top 25 Eurovision songs of all time.
1: Yeah. That's going to be difficult.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we'll have those soon. And thank you guys so much for listening. Um, as usual, you can find us on Twitter at SSC underscore pod. On Facebook at Facebook.com slash StarspangledEurovision. On Instagram at StarspangledEurovision. Send us an email at starspandlederevision at gmail.com if you are so inclined. And, yeah, we have more episodes coming for you, so stay tuned.
1: Isn't it traditional for you to put the Venmo information in there?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Still haven't done that, but if you are so inclined, we'll post a link
2: somewhere. We have a—no, we need a Patreon. We've already discussed this.
1: Oh, You're right. I feel like we've had this discussion. We might start one of those soon.
0: And if you are so inclined, we'll post that link and you can give us money to keep this
2: going. All we're going to buy is booze. But
1: thanks,
0: (laughs) (laughs) anyway. Shots on you.
2: All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.